0: Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.
1: Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was... To align your jaw. The season that we did not use the Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions, and you know, obviously, um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've you know been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously, a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, And that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports.
2: We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out.
0: Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. All right.
3: Northeast Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live.
4: Welcome, everyone, in the Power Plus Mouthguard Beast from the East Show. It's boy Brett Swinney here, alongside me, Day, Corey Marshall, KO Kyle Owens, Jeremy Hubbard, and Vincent Johnson. What's going on, fellas?
3: Not much. Today, is today. <laughs> today is a good day
4: Today is a good day
1: It's
4: a pretty good day We got uh, we got, we got hmm. lots to talk about today As it is week 15 We have regional finals coming up guys And um, we had a lot of uh, East Texas teams bow out last week So we have six games left on our pick'em for this week um, And we're going to talk about them uh, Speaking of pick'ems How'd last week go for you guys?
2: Uh, I did all right.
5: Um, I, I think I did just as good as Vince. I think we both
2: went eight and two. Eight and two, yeah.
6: Well, Brett, we went seven and three. Yeah. You and I both had the same picks. Uh, I think the main reason that you went to six this week is so none of us could catch you. I think that's what it is. You know that if there's only six games, me and KO are riding on your, right on your heels. We can't catch yeah. you this week.
4: Well, you know, you had, if you quit picking the same teams as me, Jeremy – I mean, and you—you're you, not going to gain anything if you don't take take different picks. Corey, how'd you do? Always five and five. Mm. Five and five. Let's see where I
3: went wrong. Yeah, We're five and five. I'll take that. Some close games.
4: Well, we got some really good yeah, big ones. Big games, right? We got some really good ones this week. Uh, the good news is we'll be able to call a couple of these. There's, there's two or three of these games that uh Net-a-Sand will be able to broadcast for you, and we'll talk about that um, towards the end. But uh, let's start with the Thursday night game this week. This one uh, will be at Lobo Stadium in Longview as uh, we have a rematch of a district game of Week 11 as Timpson and Garrison go at it, guys. And boy, am I chomping the bits to get to see this one. Um, these two teams have been just basically, I guess, looking for this game. I know Timpson's kind of had a little bit easier time of making their way there, but uh, Garrison's disposed of some pretty uh, impressive opponents uh, so far this, this uh, postseason. Guys, what do y'all think about this matchup?
6: Man, it's big time, right? We talked about Carthage and Pleasant Grove last week, and to me, I'm more excited to watch this one. I, I'm, I have a tendency to... Enjoy the mm-hmm. small school games a little more anyway. But, obviously, the star power in this one is pretty crazy. Uh, getting to see Bussy, I've, I've seen Bussy on the basketball court in person. I haven't seen him on the football field in person, so it'll be a chance to do that, as we'll be calling that game on Thursday night. But here's what I think is the key to this one, Vince. And, and and you and I were there with Brett on Friday.
0: Mm-hmm. And, obviously,
6: you're going to get Bussy, and you're going to get Raspberry, and you're going to get Black. And we know those three guys – Rasmus how about
4: J.J. Gardner in the mix there, too? Well,
6: here's, here's where I'm getting, all right? So you got – but but even still, when you talk about Timpson, it's not Bussy and Garner and them boys. It's Bussy and them boys, right? So yeah. th- the two guys on Timpson's side that could that could be an X-factor or are an X-factor would be J.J. Gardner or Amari Bruton, right? Garner runs for 162 yards a game. Bruton has 11 touchdowns through the air. For Garrison, uh, Vince, this is your guy that you got to see for the first time like liked him, Christopher yeah. Shepard. Right. And Mm -hmm. Shepard, 24 catches on the year, nine touchdowns, including a
2: hidden gem
6: against Cooper. But here's here's what I was thinking about, guys, in this one. Because of what Shepard's done in the postseason, I'll tell you who we haven't heard from has been Browley Montgomery, who's still Garrison's leading receiver, even Mm -hmm. after what Shepard's done the postseason. You're talking about a guy now who has 27 catches, a couple of touchdowns on the year. And with the defense now going to have to pay more attention to Shepard. They're going to have to pay attention to Raspberry and Black. I look for Montgomery to have a big game. I, I think that when they throw it, Davidson's going to find Montgomery. He's going to be in single coverage a lot, or maybe the coverage rolls away from him. He has a chance to make a big play or two, and I love this one. And I'm going to pick Garrison on this one to start with, and I'm going to tell you it's because I think that up front, that offensive line is a is just a bunch of bulldozers. I mean, they just move people out of the way they've got guys that can come. They got a couple guys on the bench that we've seen come in at different times this year or in the postseason and make some plays for them in the offensive line. I just love what the Bulldogs are doing. Uh, I've talked to numerous people who have seen the film of the first game or saw the first game. And all of them say that Garrison probably outplayed them, right? They lose the game by nine at Timpson. I'm excited to see it. And I think Garrison gets the win.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, uh, Jeremy. I, after watching them mm. two weeks straight now, um what they're really good at is is or at least in the last two weeks that I've seen them, they don't hit the panic button. They take your best shot, they take they 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 take what you give them, and they just keep pushing the needle, you know, quarter after quarter. And you see we saw with Beckville, we saw with Cooper, they just wear down. Yep. They just wear down. And and uh again, uh we talked about, you talked about Shepard. I didn't even know Shepard had it like that. Like I'm watching him do stuff and I'm thinking in my mind, like, that's an athlete. And how come he ain't on he ain't on this paperwork of mine as as one of the the leading players on this team, you know? Um, but it's because they don't really have to throw the football. I think Brett talked about that. It was like you don't have to throw the football when you got black and raspberry in the backfield like that. You know, but when they do, man, it's it's it really just changes the game for you. Like, it really – it could really defeat you playing them and you, you're you having trouble stopping the run, and then he, he drops back and throws a 30-yard touchdown pass to Shepard. Like, it's like, man, like, where do I kick the door in that? Like, they're killing me on the run. I'm trying to key in on that. I'm trying to focus on that. And then, bam, Shepard's wide open behind me.
6: Yeah, you know? Vince, they were running the dive for 10 yards of pop on Friday. Yeah. Like, it's not like yeah. they're running – Crazy stuff. They're they're just man on man blocking running the dive. And, and th- the other thing about it is, Vince, is they know each other. What Timpson's been good at this postseason mm-hmm. has been by the time you look up, it's 28 to nothing. That won't, that's yeah. not gonna happen on Thursday with Garrison. They've no. seen him, they know him. Nah. So that, that factor's well, gone too.
4: The Jeremy Hubbard effect could be in effect for this oh. one.
6: Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I think they're
4: gonna
2: stay patient, just like with everybody else. <laughs> I think I'll stay patient. Timpson is going Timpson's gonna try to go run up the score but I don't think they will I don't no. think they will and I think Garrison's gonna stay patient and again you're gonna see what I think might happen is you're gonna see Garrison just wear them down over time too uh so I'm I'm going with Garrison myself I uh wow yeah this
5: is gonna be a tough one it's gonna be a, a tight game I think this is similar to the type of game that we just saw last week with Carthage and Pleasant Grove where it's kind mm-hmm. of a it's a toss-up. It's it's really, yeah. any either team can win on any day, but I'm also going to liken this to the Carthage-Pleasant Grove game. To be the best, you have to beat the be best. Them, yeah. Garrison hasn't proven they can beat Timpson yet. They have not done it. In the past couple few years, Garrison has not been able to beat Timpson, so that is their nemesis. So, because of that, I'm taking the Timpson Bears. Give me the fighting bussies and them boys. Is your new theory, Kyle? Is this is your new,
4: theory, is your new theory, huh? The but K- new theory.
5: You got K- so
2: it. So let me let me let me let me add to that real quick. I was going to bring this up. All right. So I couldn't figure out why I wanted to go with Garrison so much, knowing what I know about Timpson. and I felt like I should have applied the same theory that Kale's talking about for that I used for last week with with Carthage. I should have used that. Sa- I should use that same theory here. The only difference is. I saw Garrison. I saw all of that glory and I kept thinking in my mind, how do you beat this? How do you well, beat this? Simpson proved <laughs> to beat it in week 11. They they proved they, they did could beat it in they week 11. So they did, but it, but saying. but the I'm pretty sure they walked issue. away with
5: some scars. <laughs> I I have no doubt. Like that's that's what I'm saying. I think I think Garrison yeah is a really good football team. I think if they were in a different region, maybe outside of region four with Refurio, yeah. if they were in a different region, they would get out of the region easily. Oh,
6: absolutely.
5: I think they're a really absolutely. good football team, so, but um, Timpson has Garrison's number right now. And so because of that, I'm not picking against Timpson right so now. So
6: listen to this, Vince, yeah. you'll like this. In in their last meeting, we don't have stats for Timpson for the last game, but Garrison actually threw the ball 20 times against Timpson mm. in their first matchup. Davidson was 11 of 20. And I mentioned Bradley Montgomery, he had five catches for 78 yards. So, he had a big game yeah. against him last time. But listen to this. Here's, here was the difference in that game. They held Amari and Raspberry to 14 carries and 28 yards in the first mm.
3: one.
6: And, but now J.D. Black ran for 130. So, J.D. Black had his. But okay. I have a hard time believing you can stop Raspberry twice in one man. year. To me, it's more hey of a when you, you see
2: Raspberry, when you see Raspberry, man. I've he, seen him on film. He, I've seen he's him. He's nice. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it, and other that's what I'm saying is- like any
5: either team. If Garrison, if Garrison comes out Thursday night and beats Timpson, I'm not going to be like, "Well, that's a shock!" Like, no, I mean, yeah, like, no, I, I can see Garrison I, I, winning. I really I just, think this
2: is going to be a really good game. I just, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not
5: picking against the Beast yet. I'm not picking against Timpson. just like I wouldn't pick against Carthage. I'm not picking against Timpson in this yeah, game. Like, I, I just see, can't.
2: Do yeah. it. Hey, I understand. If if I did see it. I would have easily went with Tim. <laughs> yeah, see, I I haven't seen either one of these teams. So I'm going basic, basically yeah. off.
5: And just see, highlights and Like, I, I haven't no, seen year. Like,
4: what are you doing Thursday night? Because uh, there's a pretty good game going on there.
5: In the I locker. know. But I'm going to uh, – I'm actually going to have dinner with my mamaw, uh because oh, cool. I normally do that each week, and I haven't done it the past two Thursdays because of football games. So I am not calling a football oh, game. I'm not really shooting good. a football game.
4: Well, I'm spending time in hey, Alabama. Good does, news for you though. You you maybe like, I can watch oh, it. You can catch that somewhere. Yeah. I
5: will. I will
6: the be watching. Is, does she like football? Because you could get her a hot dog in the game.
5: technically that counts. It <laughs> does count. That does count
6: all
3: the time. Doesn't say what a hot dog is. is. Yeah. Well, oh, it's, it's at
5: Lobo too. I could get her some popcorn because the press box popcorn's the best oh. in East Texas. Oh,
6: wait a minute. Is the press box food good at Lufkin or at
5: Longview? The popcorn is the best in East Texas. They, they do have out.
4: food there. It's a, it's basically just like a mini concession stand up there. They just kind of
5: because
6: we've gotten spoiled. We've gotten spoiled the last few weeks, Brett. Let's be honest.
4: But yeah, that's yeah.
6: that's a whole other conversation, anyway.
4: Uh, Corey,
0: you
3: know I, if if Timpson's rocking, I'm rolling. You know what I'm saying? I I've seen Garrison, and I've been very impressed with Garrison. But I'm 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 I love movies, right? I love I love a good movie, a good sports story, right? And and I love for the good guy to always get it in the end. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 gonna make it. You know, if you ever seen The Godfather, right? When Michael Corleone took over, you know, you and at the end, his dad's like he's telling him what's what's going on and. And at the end, he finally got the revenge over everybody. That's, that, that's what you want, right? I want Terry Bussey to go out on top. You know, I, I want him to finish this. Just finish it. You've done everything. You've committed. You, you've you gotten Mr. Texas football. I, you know, put, put him away. You know what I'm saying? This is a stiff task. It's hard to beat. It is hard to beat a team twice. That is the only thing that that just stands out to me is it's hard to beat a team twice because they're not going to do the same thing they did the last time. Most teams learn from their mistakes, especially this part in the playoffs. But I'm going to go with Timpson. I'm going to go with Timpson, and I think Superman's going to have his cape on that night. You're the best player in Texas for a reason. Prove it and yeah. it's going to be the ball's going to be in his hands you know let's go man make, make some make some play he's he's got he's going to play two ways There's no there's no question about it he's going he's going to take he, he's he's not leaving the field front i don't think he's leaving the field front you know he he's got to be superman in both offense and defense so we we'll, we'll see what happens but that's going to be a good game that that is a that is a mini super bowl
4: yeah i'm I mean, I've, this is my this will be my fourth week in a row to to call a game uh, with Garrison involved. Um, so, like you guys said, I mean, I've been impressed by them. Uh, they're they're just impressive. Um, but then you got Timson sitting over here, and they just keep keep trucking along. They've beat everybody in their path. I know their their path has been a little bit easier. Uh, let's be honest. In the Garrison path, so will they come out focused? I think they will. I, I just can't pick against Terry Bussie. I'm kind of like Kyle. I mean, I just can't pick against him. I think this is going to be an incredible game. I think this is going to break the the curse, the Jeremy Hubbard curse. I think this is getting broken in this one. I think it's going to be back and forth, haymaker after haymaker. Very similar to the Beckville game, but but Bussie has more help. Uh, Jacoby Williams, he just didn't have enough help to combat what Garrison could do. Uh, Busty's got help He's got Gardner He's got Brute. He's got those guys That can help Take the load off And I just think I just think he's going to have A little more help Than what people think And, and you know Busty's good himself But I've heard Garner's Probably Maybe even better Than when it's all said and done So You know He's a little bit bigger And uh, a Stockier runner One
3: thing that I'd be I'd be afraid of If I'm tips like I've hit him before Timpson's is gonna grind the game out. Like yeah. you know what, I'm not gonna give you the ball back. We, we yeah. if we start if we start on the fives, I'm gonna take it five plays at a time. Garrison can do the same Go thing. Two we score. That's what makes them so dangerous. They yeah. can do the exact they same can. thing and keep. They can. Yeah. You not know, air
5: out the ball.
6: We, we saw it the other day yeah. against Cooper. Each team had the ball once in the first quarter. They had it three times each in the first half. And I think yeah. that fit that that it plays into Garrison's hand. If you're in my opinion, I, I think that it does. The shorter the game gets, you take the air out of the ball, then they got a chance to to really win it. I, you know,
3: because Garrison's just gonna chop wood the whole game.
6: Yep. Like, and, oh, they, I got a seven mm-hmm. point lead. This is a <laughs> wrap. But here's the thing, Corey. You you mentioned this, and and I disagree a little bit. Is Garrison's gonna do exactly the same thing in the second game against Tempsen? They're not gonna change who they are, I, and that's that's what I appreciate about them. Is you know what's coming? Like you know exactly what they're gonna yeah. do. I've watched them three mm-hmm. times now in the last three weeks. And it, it hasn't looked any different. It's been the same thing. Yeah. Now, they opened it up and aired it out a little bit last week, which I think we talked about this on the air. I think it was for Timpson's benefit to give them some more stuff to have to work on. It, truly what I think it was. I think that we're going to open up make them have to spend some more time on it and think about it. Maybe get a, if you can get one hat out of the box, it's all you need. Get one hat out of the box, you'll get raspberry free. And it won't be two yards to carry. And, and I just, I think when it comes down to it, of all the athletes on the field, Give me Garrison's five guys up front. I think that makes the difference
2: you know, for me. You know, you, you mentioned that. You know it's coming. Um, you remember they had that that fourth and one, mm-hmm. and and Cooper packed the house. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they packed the house because they knew it was coming. And I got to give credit. Uh, number 56 for Garrison. If you don't see this, you're going to see this guy. You KO, you're going to see him. He's huge. Yeah, Slade Paul, He's Pollard. huge. Uh, there. It's their center. He moved three people. I'm he sorry, moved Par- three people well, about Parker four Perry. yards.
6: Parker Perry, Vince.
2: Parker yeah. Perry, yeah. Parker oh, Perry, 51, uh,
6: right? Yeah,
2: yeah. And and I mean, on a fourth and one, like I said, they had every gap field. You knew it was coming, but he moved them. He moved by three people, almost four yards, and you know it's coming, but you can't stop it because they're just that big. Yeah, they're that big, and unless Like I said, I didn't see Timpson. So unless Timpson is is just as big as they are, because Cooper was, and they couldn't do nothing with it. Cooper Cooper had a guy out there that was Cooper was bigger.
6: We talked about that. Cooper was bigger.
2: They had a guy out there 6'9", 325, or something like that. And and he wasn't getting his way either. (laughs) So uh, it'll be a great game, though. It'll be a good one for sure.
4: All right. Next game, game two, um, Mart Lovelady. Um, Now, we haven't talked about Lovelady a whole lot. They've kind of been floundering around there, just taking care of business all year. A battle of the unbeatens, guys. Um, This game will be in Athens uh, on Friday night. Um, Our center guys will be uh, calling that game for NFHS. Um, Man, this is a slugfest. It seems like these two teams have met a lot recently. I, I know last year... Um, I believe Mark knocked them out.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So um, this is going to be interesting. You look at Mark, they've got, uh, they've got a quarterback kind of multi uh, talented quarterback. His name is uh, DeMontreal Medlock. He's a junior. He's got 1200 yards through the air, uh, 1100 yards on the ground. Um, and then the two headed attack, they've got uh, a tailback. Uh, his name is. JD, uh, Bell? Jd Bell, yeah, Jd Bell's mm-hmm. got two thousand yards on the season. He's averaging yes. one hundred fifty six yards a game. Um, that's what that's what they uh, they like to do. Of course, they can throw the ball as well. They've got they've got several receivers. They spread it around to. Um, I just I kind of look at I kind of look at Love Lady as I don't know if this is the same analogy, but the same analogy as y'all were using earlier with Carthage and PG like mart is established like mart is perennial power like they've owned this region and so for me i'm gonna go with who i think can win and in this one i think mart's gonna beat the love lady i think they're just gonna have too much um lovelace had a great season but i think mart ends it on friday night.
5: let me yeah. uh let me drop a little knowledge right quick for you brett all right go for Lo- it love lady last year 12 and 0 headed into the game against Mart, lost 56 to 6. Not oh. even close. 2021, a 9 and 2 record. They head in to play Mart in the postseason. they lose 42 to 16. 2020, 7 and 4, headed into the playoffs to play a Mart team. They lost 48 to 12. My point being is that Love Ladies had good teams and made these runs in the playoffs and they always run up against Mart. Past 3 years, Mart's knocked them out of the playoffs. So,
4: Four times a charm.
5: Uh, <laughs> just like I said with Carson Twesigro, right. with, with Timson and uh, Glass well, says it all. I'm going with the, you. Got to beat the man to be the man, and right now Mart is the man in that region. So
6: give me Mart. All right. Well, if I remember right, a couple of years ago, the people around that that have have seen Mart and have known Mart for a long time said they had a freshman class that was going to be their best ever before they left. I'm if if I'm if I'm not mistaken this is the same class that has medlock and Bell the two juniors and when you look at what Bell's done yeah 2,000 yards but 35 touchdowns that's a ridiculous number we talked a lot about Bussy and raspberry and black N- they don't have 35 touchdowns by the way uh but then you mentioned medlock he's run for 1100 yards and run for 21 touchdowns but here's what I love he's only thrown 108 passes all year and he's completed 73 of them. So look at that percentage, about 70%. Any any school in America will take that. And he's thrown for 1,200 yards on those 108 attempts, and he's thrown 14 touchdowns and one interception. He doesn't make mistakes. And he's not going to make rating,
4: any- A quarterback rating of 141.3. I mean,
6: yeah, that's, he's, that's pretty good. They're not going to make mistakes. Give me Mark. Give me Mark. Big. Big.
2: Yeah, honestly, y'all all said it. I'm going with Mark. Ain't nothing else to talk about. They, they the man. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, I had Love Lady down there, and I was like, you know, I'm always going for the little guys. Don't do it. Not I'm picking Mark, man. Not not I, I'm, thinking, I'm like, not this time. I was trying to flip a coin. I'm like, man, I want love this. You know, get get over that hump. You know, beat beat those guys for a change. And then I'm thinking, Kyle. What Kyle said with well, that scored 20 points on him in three years, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and, and you know going into a game, that other program knows going into a game like we own you. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's psychological warfare, right? It, you, you know going into the game like it's something that someone has gotta give. You know, if you love lady, does it, does it, does it is it that year, you know, like. You know, Corey, do you turn the, the corner this year. Use your, I don't, I don't know. I
4: use your theory like you did with Argyle. Eventually, they have to lose, right? Yeah,
3: mm, Argyle yeah. won like six, seven championships in a row. Mark, you know, <laughs> know, not just yet. I got tired of hearing Argyle's name, I was like, <laughs> they got to lose eventually, but you know, I'm not, I'm not tired of hearing in Mark. You know, it's yeah, I don't know. I I want Love Lady to win because I want the little guys to win. But you know, Mark Mars probably going to take this at this level. If you have three or four good athletes, you're probably going to win. And it's you know, Mars got Mars got the, they got the ball. They got the athletes. Although Love Lady does have an impressive offensive line, they are they are pretty good. I give them that. All
4: right, Mark for the sweep there. Um, game three. Another banger of a game, Dangerfield and Newton. Uh, man, I got to see Dangerfield. Uh, Jeremy and I did on Friday night, and they are clicking on all cylinders right now. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. We got to see Harmony a week before, and yeah, I just don't know. Like Harmony looked good, but man, Dangerfield looks really good right now. I mean, they're they're just. It's just hard to imagine them taking an L. I mean, you got Chase Johnson. Back there. You've got Lewis in the backfield to hand off to, and also Williams. And then he's got these guys to fling it around to. He's got Mosley and Simon Jones and oh, by the way, some guy named Aaron Hampton, if you've guys ever heard of him. Uh um mm-hmm. and he's just got so many weapons. They're big. We we'll say they're big, they're fast. Vince, what's that? You're they're big, they're fast, and they're they they're ugly. Big. <laughs> they mean, they ugly. I know Newton's good they're undefeated uh, it's going to be a good game I think I just hey just seeing what Dangerfield has as far as weapons out there I just don't see I don't see Newton being able to stay with them I'm going with Dangerfield this one guys I think they take the region and they have a really good chance to uh make a little run
5: well when you look at at, back at Dangerfield season, obviously, I've got off to a little bit of a rocky start, but they played a really tough schedule. Um, once they hit district, though, they just started rocking and rolling. You take out that Harmony game, and the Dangerfield defense has been playing lights out for about the yeah. past two months. Like they have been playing really good defense. And I know y'all got to see it Friday night, but Dangerfield, they're flying around, man. They are, they're, They're playing on a different level. That's the Dangerfield team we see now is not the same Dangerfield team that played Harmony. If Dangerfield and Harmony played today, Dangerfield would win, I think, pretty handily. Um you don't know how I feel about Harmony. But uh, I just I'm just I'm impressed with Dangerfield right now. I really think they have they have found something defensively because West Rusk, a good, good offensive football team that looked mediocre Friday night. And that wasn't by any fault of their own. It was Dangerfield forcing them into that. They couldn't get anything going, at least while I wasn't there in the first half, couldn't get anything going on the run game. The only reason they scored was because of a trick play. So it it was just kind of domination from Dangerfield. And it's been that way the past couple of weeks. They did the same thing to hooks. So uh yeah, I'm taking the Dangerfield Tigers, man. I think they are absolutely rolling right now. And I I think they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough out for anybody they have to go up against.
6: So this is kind of a cop out for them, right? Quite honestly, I think going to the Harmony game, I think they were bored. I mean, if you look at how it had gone the last month before they played Harmony, I think they'd given up six points the entire district schedule. And they caught Harmony uh, a team that I don't think gets bored. I think the style that Harmony plays, I don't think you can – I don't know. There, there was a difference, right? We talked about this a lot. Can Dangerfield put it all together and, and do what we thought they could do and what we saw them do last week? And And I will say that I think that you're right. From seeing Harmony and Dangerfield back to back weeks, I think Dangerfield, if they were to play this week, would would just do bad things to Harmony, and and that's not even a that's not even a a, a bad thing. But Harmony, I think Harmony's a good football team, right? Like I don't think that's I'm not I don't mean that negatively towards him, but I watched what Newton did to him also, and Newton had some athletes that were flying around too, and it gave Harmony trouble on Friday night. So now, with that said, I think that Dangerfield is locked in. I think Ko's right seeing them in person Friday. They are playing at a whole different level, and that's on offense and defense. They were spreading the ball around. Chase Johnson had all day to throw the football numerous times, and he was able to find guys like Kenny Mosley. Obviously, you know Bubba Hampton. When you get him the ball, that's great. Newton's going to try to take Hampton out of the game if they're smart, which means to me it's Mosley uh, that has to have a great game and then the tailback also. uh, Lewis, right, Brett? Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lewis. But but Caleb Johnson, also a guy that if you let him out of the pocket, he's going to go score on his own too. But you're right. I think the big thing was talking to people after the game Friday night was when West Russ started throwing the football around. You knew Hampton was going to go get him one. And he finally found it when he got him one. Hampton's a special player. Uh, obviously, it goes without saying. And as much respect as I have for Newton, I think this game's going to be close. But I think Dangerfield pulls away at the end and wins it by a couple of touchdowns uh, just because I think they are. I mean, talking to people face to face after the game from Dangerfield who said yes. We're like we're at a whole other level right now. And for people there that have been with them all year to see that and notice it, I, I trust it. And I think they're going to win the game by a couple touchdowns.
2: Um, I think I'm going with Dangerfield in this game. But I will say that Harmony loss does concern me because that was only just three weeks ago. And, you know, at this point, like we always say, you got to be playing your best football. Um, I don't know what happened there. I mean, I I can't speculate it, but uh, harmony harmony came out and they whooped them. I ain't gonna say they whooped them. They they come out with a dub, Vince, and and Vince, and then to, I have I have a I have a theory on what
5: may have happened. Okay, so kind of the same thing. That's been the theme of the night so far. Teams that have been the Achilles heel for other teams, Dangerfield has been Harmony's Achilles heel for the past three or four years. So they uh-huh. played probably their best game to beat Dangerfield. Okay. So you see what I'm saying like I think I think that game at the end of the year yes it was for a district championship but I think that game at the end of the end of the year meant more to Harmony than it did to Dangerfield. Kind of like to your point Jeremy they got bored. I think okay. it meant more to Harmony. So I think you got Harmony's best shot not Dangerfield's best game if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. But I saw it I'm, Friday. I'm on...
2: <laughs> it's, it's there. It's there. Yeah, I'm. I'm. On, I'm gonna go with it. But I, I will say, I mean, the way Newton came out and they they put a hurting on Harmony again, revenge game because
5: Harmony knocked them out of the playoffs last year. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that's the end all be all, but I think it needs it has to be taken into consideration. These teams with with. Uh, that have a chip on their shoulder, wanting to take something out on a team that knocked them out of the playoffs the year before. Yeah, yeah. I think again, you have Newton that who came in ready to play their best ball and been preparing yeah. for Harmony and and that had game, a little was, salt.
4: That game was a lot closer than the score. They pulled away late, like it yeah. was. We were following yeah. that the Newton and Harmony game, and it was like you know sixteen to eight at one point, and they, they I, Newton scored again. So it was it was it was close for some of the game.
2: I I picked Newton in that game uh, actually. Because of what Jeremy told me about them coming out, would you say they were? They had like an inflatable. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think they uh, had
6: one this past week. Yeah, yeah, and I and I and I. I,
2: For me personally, you know, I don't. People make you you call me a hippie or whatever, but I do believe like that energy that you put out there in the universe, it does come back to you, and that's what changed my pick was when you said that because I had harmony at first, and I said nah, because when you do stuff like that, it comes back to you. And it, it apparently it came back pretty handily. So, um man, everything is telling me that Newton has the opportunity to win. But every time I picked against Dangerfield, I, I end up losing on that end. So I got to go with Dangerfield in this one. But I will say I do have some concerns from the Harmony game. I do have concerns. Now, this was early on, but I had some very big concerns after they lost the center because they were up against center and they just let center come all the way back to win that game. And that bothers me. Uh, so I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if Newton pulled this one out, I wouldn't no. be shocked, but I got to go with, it. I got to go cool. with Dangerfield. So
4: Let let's, let me remind you guys also, um, you know, chase Johnson missed a few games. Remember he was in the car wreck. So I don't know exactly which games that was what I know had the Timpson game. He was out and I think the center game he missed too. So that probably was a big difference.
5: I think I want to say he missed two or three games in there. Yeah, I think I the Timpson
2: one was the first one he missed,
4: and then I but think again, he missed a
5: couple but after again, that.
2: I don't. I don't want to make an excuse for it because I, what I'm saying is that they were up big against Center. Remember, they were up big against. Center. Well, defense still gave up those points. Uh, Chase Johnson didn't and, didn't. and to turn it around you know. the way they do, like that to me, that that sounds off alarms, and I don't know. I I. I'm going with them. Don't get me wrong. I am going with it's down like, the field. It's not
4: I like centers. It's not like centers offense is is terrible either, Vince. They were, I mean, they're pretty good. I yeah, mean,
2: they're gonna outscore a lot of, they a lot of points. Yeah. They put it, a lot of points but, up. Yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is that it takes more than just the offense because you got to stop them too. You yeah. know, and I think if I remember correctly, wasn't they down? What was it was it 14 or 21 to zero or something? 21
4: to like 0 a half, yeah.
2: Yeah. And they won what, 21 to 28? hmm Yeah. So, you stopped them three times, <laughs> and you scored four like that's just that's not just an offensive battle now that's not just an offensive effort that's a defensive that's a whole team effort you know that's winning on both sides of the ball so um but that that's all I had to say about that um I got dangerfield
3: though I got dangerfield okay hey. I'm not picking against the tigers I'm not picking against the Tigers. Another one of those scenes I want I want to be successful. Okay. You know what? Dangerfield's giving up seven points. They're averaging giving up seven points for the playoffs. Seven. Mm Seven point three. They're averaging 43 points a game. They ain't joking. They ain't playing around. They ain't playing. And we know traditionally how good Dangerfield's defense is. You think Dangerfield thinks defense? The Double D, Dangerfield defense. That's what that's what you think of. So Is this going to be a task for them? Absolutely. You know, they're not perfect, but I tend to go with the trend, right? I tend to go with the trend. You're playing good defense in the playoffs. You're not going to not keep playing good defense in the playoffs. You're clicking right now. Everything, they may have peaked at the right time. That Harmony loss was perfect for them. You know, you know your mistakes. Got gotcha. you. Good. Let's correct it. Let's go in the playoffs. And the scary thing about this, and I'm going to talk about peaks here toward the end. because We're getting close to it. The scary thing about peaks are you never know when they're going to happen. But when they do, you hope it's late. You hope it's late in the season. And, man, you got a good team that's already talented. And they finally put it together. Whew, have you ever been hungry before? And he was like, You know, I'm, I've, been, I've been wanting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? And you've been, you got the peanut butter, you got the bread, and man, you finally found that jelly and you finally spread it on the bed. Yeah, that first bite is everything. That's what it's like peeking. That first bite is everything. It's beautiful. That's what peeking's all about. They're playing beautiful football. I'm not picking against Dangerfield. Dangerfield got this.
4: What about the milk, Corey? Don't forget about the milk. A glass of milk Mm -hmm. with
3: it. You know, some people like you know, some people like almond. It's it's whole milk, baby. Mm, You know, you have to drink. You have to drink milk all the time. Whole milk, whatever kind of milk, two percent, whatever, whatever you, whatever you prefer, whatever you prefer. I don't like. I don't like tea. I don't like sweet tea. So, you know, I I don't want to offend anybody. You gotta (laughs) you gotta chew up that whole milk, man. I know, like that's what that's what. That's the calves, man. Like that. <laughs> 2%. I said, hold on. 2%. You know, I would have said buttermilk, but it, that's it even worse. Mm. Ugh, 2%, was- 1%, whatever it is.
4: Mm. Okay. Game four. Um, Carthage and Gilmer. And uh, you say those two names, and it's like, man, this should be a classic, right? Not so fast. I'm going with Carthage, and let me tell you why. It's easy and simple. Not that they're just better, but that's one thing. But I'm going with Carthage because Carthage just beat Pleasant Grove last week by three points. Pleasant Grove beat Gilmer in district play in Gilmer, 63-28. to Carthage by as many as they want in this team, fellas. So, Gilmer, Gilmer, go back to round ball.
6: It's, it's going to be like I'm in the booth. It's going to have that Jeremy Hubbard effect without me being there. Is I think it's going to be a blowout. But here's the most important thing. I'd like to think of myself as a lifelong learner, Vince. And mm-hmm. you're just a little faster than me. You learned this last week. I'm going to learn it this week. We're not picking against the King, right, for any reason. Mm-hmm. We're not going against them. Uh, I'm I'm going to pick them and every game they play forever, maybe, unless they're playing, like, Texas or something. I don't know. But <laughs> – Here's the thing: as good as much as Gilmer has improved over the course of the year, like the win over Aubrey's a good win, right? The win over Center in the playoffs that's a good win, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but man, they, they uh, it's over. It, they, this is not a program game like we think of a program games because Gilmer's not Gilmer. Carthage is Carthage, and they're going to win by as many as they
3: want to. Yeah,
6: yeah. This uh
5: normally when you hear Gilmer Carthage. You know it's gonna be a banger of a game. Normally, I don't foresee that happening this uh this Friday night. Uh I know we'll talk about it more tonight, but I was able to see Carthage finally uh this season. They are the real deal. Uh they every every phase of the game, they're they're complete. Um yeah, I I, I really like what Gilmer's doing. And Gilmer's playing with a little, and I meant to say something about this last week. Uh the the week of the gilmer center game for by district they had a tragedy in gilmer where a kid's mother got killed and he suit he he suited up in his jersey not pads for that game and then at the end of the game coach metzel gave him the game ball or the trophy and he held it up um and all the coaches are wearing hoodies with a bible verse on the back and then the names of the victims on the on the bottom as well so I think they're playing for more than just football in Gilmer. And that's, that's tough to stop. That is that when you run up against that, that's one thing that's that can carry you a long way. Um, but with all that being said, Carthage is Carthage. And I, I just can't, I can't see Gilmer beating Carthage unless Carthage just completely blows the game, which Gilmer can force them into turnovers. Absolutely. Um, uh, they could try to confuse young Jet Surratt back there, but there's just so many weapons on Carthage, and that offensive line for Carthage is huge. Um, yeah, I think I think Carthage wins by probably three or four touchdowns, yeah.
2: Um, they the king. That's the truth. And um, man, you know one thing that that i I, I look at when I look at Carthage is that every other team we talk about usually, we, there's always like this standout player, this outstanding player that we point out, right? And how well they play and how that play from that player is what lifts that team up above everybody else. Like when we talk Carthage, we don't really mention that a lot. We just talk about how dominant they are. Um, it, it feels like they're just not any real superstars on the team, but that they just do their job. And that's a good that's that's good from a coach's standpoint. To me, me picking Carthage has more to do with the coaches than it does the players at this point, because these players that just keep reloading, they keep every year, you know. And you can't think that every year they got uh, uh, uh Jacoby Williams coming in or uh, or Terry Bussey coming in. Nah, they just got some average Joe, uh, Mister Vincent Johnson over here. <laughs> you know, but I'm going to train him up and I'm going to teach him how to play Carthage football. And I love that. I I love that so much that I'm going to pick them every time. You know, I was ready for them to fall this year because I heard that they had a sophomore quarterback. And I said, you know, this is the time to do it. They had a couple of teams that were looking polished, uh, that I thought could have done it. And they have outla- let They outlasted all of them. So I've, I'm through with picking against them. Um, I'm I'm riding I'm riding that wave. I'm riding the red wave. The red wave. <laughs> Vince, I I I see what you're saying and I'm a, I think I'm going to
5: help out your point just a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't think you wanted to uh, discount that Carthage doesn't have good athletes over there. No, I'm they, not saying
2: they don't have good athletes. That's not what I'm yeah.
5: saying. They got a bunch I'm of Vincent. They don't have. They got a bunch of Vincent Johnsons yeah. out there. That's what you said.
2: <laughs> well, hey, hey, I wasn't a bad player now. <laughs> I, I can get
5: down. <laughs> but, but I, I do but. agree with you, though. It's more of instead of like. When we talk about Simpson, we talk about Terry Bussey, which yeah. obviously he he can't do it by himself. He has to have an offensive line out there that's exactly, blocking for exactly. him. But to your point, I think Carthage is more of a they're a well-rounded team. It's not one yeah. one superstar athlete that just stands out.
4: I think it's because they have so many dudes, like yeah. you couldn't name them all.
2: They got dudes everywhere.
4: Yeah. I they mean, they're all over okay, the right?
2: field, where man, and it just it, it they could beat you. Like it doesn't have to be, okay, they run the they run the football real well. No, they can pass it too. They'll do whatever it takes. And I watched it and and man, what really sold me on it was when I watched them play against Van. I know some people may not think Van was 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 on their level, but I'm I'm telling you, Van was playing good football and, and that first half, I watched how they were just taking what Van was giving them. They they wasn't it wasn't even it like and that's just Jeremy could probably attest to this like it wasn't just that they came out there and said we're gonna do what we do and that's it nah they when that didn't work he changed it and immediately it became okay if that's if they're gonna give up that five yard little uh uh slant they're gonna give up that five yard uh hitch route i'm gonna hit them with i'm gonna ding them for it every single time i'm gonna, and, and that's what he did and then in the second half it was a whole different team in the second half they came out and it was a different offense they just started changing up what they were doing and i was like man like that's good coaching, like, like it. It ain't even about the. I mean, I. I don't want to say that the players. I'm not saying nothing bad about the players, but I'm saying like it wasn't even about them at this point. It, the coaches was like, "I'm not losing this game because I just want to get in my way." They made the right adjustments. You know, they made the adjustments, and when I see that, I'm done. I'm through. When I see, because you don't see it all the time. Everybody don't make adjustments. They just do what they do, and if it don't work, we finna sit here and ride this clock for the next forty-eight minutes, and 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 pray we get out of here <laughs> with something. But he made. I've seen them coaches make adjustments, and I I was sold from that day forward. So,
3: I I like to I say this a lot in basketball, and me and Vince talked about the Van Carter's game, and I say it's the it's the it's the game. It's the game within the game. Like the players are playing the game, but the coaches are also playing a game amongst themselves. Chess amongst match. Themselves, Absolutely. Oh, you move here, I move here. I move here, you move here. Okay, what do you, you know, sometimes you know the other coach's tendency. He's not gonna win this on fourth and one. Oh, yes, he is. He's he's probably it's a part, it's a fake. I know it's you know, event basketball is a little bit easier. Football, you know, you could disguise a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it just just tendencies. But I will say this, though. Um, Speaking about momentum, like I said before, and peaking at the right time, y'all know what a crescendo is? Any band students, a crescendo? It's a gradual increase. Gradual. That's exactly what Carthage does. They don't peak here. They don't peak in week five. They don't peak in week six. They gradually, gradually go up. And the playoffs, you get to about week 12, week 11, whatever that week is when they start the playoffs, they're at that best when they're playing at that week. They click to another gear when it comes to the playoffs. I figured, you know, Pleasant Grove, to me, I can say this outside thousand times of, of faith, I thought Pleasant Grove was a better team, okay? Cards is just a better program. And it is, mm-hmm. is going to be disrespectful about that. At all, well, we already knew they were better programmed. They just flexed their muscle a little bit. It's like, no matter what you do, we've got nine championships now. We've been here before. That Red it, Sea, it, this is called? That Red Sea is just here. Like, they plant that Red Sea flag, and it's like, dang, coming. Like, what Like yeah. what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, oh, we're all about 21. is just, we're not, not in a hurry. Just look at you guys. Calm down. We've been here before. Just, yeah. Chop Let's it. just keep chopping wood. It. And yeah. it's, like I mean, things. it's like at one day point day. they were up, they were up fourteen,
2: and and yeah. and by the time we got done with our game, I looked at the score and I I looked over at Jeremy. I said, Carthage tied course. it up." <laughs> and it's and it's like
0: and it's like and this. Jeremy said, it's like, I yes. can't say
3: what Jeremy said though, but Jer- Jeremy shook his head was like, wow. <laughs> And you know, I was watching them yeah. all year, Pensacola year. Yeah, players go, yeah, this is good, this is good. And all of a sudden the big red sea just Yeah. I was listening to this thing about Tim Duncan today, and they were all these players were like, you know what? And they had this thing about Tim Duncan, Jeremy and, and uh 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 Brett, you probably you probably can't kick out this. So you know Tim Duncan never says anything. Uh, I like, think all these noise talkers, Kevin Garnett is his biggest nemesis. Like they just talk noise to Tim Duncan all the time. Right. Tim Duncan never says anything to him like they can never get Tim Duncan to react to anything right now. Oh, they're cussing at him. He's this, he's that. He's like, it's, it's so annoying. You know what his noise is? He taps him on the butt after he scores. Good shot. Next time, big fella. He's like, he doesn't talk noise back, doesn't cuss at him. He said, better luck next time. Good job. Mm-hmm. That's what Carthage is doing to everybody. Pleasant Grove, good luck next time, fellow. Yeah. Hey, Gilmer, next time, bad luck next time. Good luck. Tim, yeah, Tim, they don't talk any noise. Tim, they Tim don't Duncan say anything. Bro. Tim Duncan, Corey, this is what.
4: This is the only thing he ever does. Like, yeah. Where's my they don't have ball? to do anything. Foul. T- I, Tim Duncan never fouled his entire career. We, we could get off on a tangent, but that was one thing I didn't like about you him. You
3: know,
4: he does. <laughs> he foul. does. He never, then, no, yeah. it, it, every time the foul fall you know, on him, he was, like, shocked. Like, yeah, that's that's the
3: Spurs way. That's the Spurs way. They're they're always perfect. But All right. just I'm just like, but that's what they do. But that's what Carthage does. Yeah. Good. Better luck next time, big fella. Oh, oh, you almost got me. Too, too slow. I was like, oh, oh, we, I oh, up by 21. Man, yeah, it doesn't matter. They don't get. They the expression never changes. You know what I'm saying? It's just the big red C just rolled across. Mm-hmm. just like this, just stoic, just well. boom.
0: Next be thing up. you know,
3: you're up by 21 and you're down by 21 in the fourth quarter. Like, what do you do? Like, I'm tired of picking against Carthage. All right, Carthage is gonna win against Gilmer. It, you know, Gilmer may, Gilmer may have a couple of good plays. He may, they may throw a couple of picks. It may be 21 to 17 and half Gilmer. Who knows? I know at the end of the game the fourth quarter, the big red sea is gonna keep rolling. They're gonna tap him on the butt. Better luck next year. We'll see you next year. Doesn't <laughs> matter. They're gonna finish the game. All right. Game five, guys.
4: Um, a rematch from game or Week 11, a uh, game that uh, a few of us were there at, as uh, Chapel Hill and Kilgore will travel over to Longview and play a rematch game at 7 p.m. on Friday. Um, man, guys, I think this is the one everyone's been looking forward to, the rematch. Um, haven't called any of the Chapel Hill playoff games. I've gotten to see some, but they have been playing – a lot better on defense. I mean, the offense has still been there. I was impressed by this Iowa Colony win. um The fact that they al- only allowed—you know—they gave up that 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 third touchdown was a blocked punt. Iowa Colony scored, but other than that, it was 14 points allowed against their offense to 42 for Chapel Hill. I mean, we saw what they did to Lindell the week before. And Lindell beat Chapel Hill. Of course, I think that was a little bit of a scheming thing, and Lindell did a good scheme, and Chapel didn't play well. But Kilgore struggled a few games. Now, they they struggled with Bay City. Um, they were able to put up some points on Needville, but I think, I don't know, they just haven't been playing as well to me. Um, I think this is one of those games we talked about it, a rematch game. You know, Is who who's... I think Kilgore came out really focused for that last game because Chapel Hill beat them three in a row before that. So now Chapel Hill took that L. Now they're going to be feeling the same way. They they want some revenge here. I've seen Coach Reed and what he's done in the playoffs. He somehow gets them to that other level. Corey was talking about a minute ago with the the uh, incline thing. It's not to the same as Carthage. They don't, but I think he does a good job of once they get to the playoffs, they're peaking at the right time. I think this is going to be a really good game, but I think Chapel Hill gets their revenge and they move on, and uh, the big K's goes on home.
6: Brett, it's called a crescendo. Remember, it's called a crescendo.
4: crescendo. Sorry, I'm, I, don't okay. I don't know. how my I, turn's
6: going with. I'm gonna, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like a good old city council meeting. I'm gonna give my um, real quick thoughts and I'm gonna cede my time to someone else. So here's the thing. Oregon and Washington played a few weeks back, college football, right? Washington beat Oregon at home. They have a rematch this week, and Oregon's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. You know what changed? The best team didn't win the first one. The best team didn't win the first one here. It's going to be Brisbane and Stewart. Chapel Hill's going to win this game decisively, and I'm going to go with those guys and the Bulldogs get the win. There's a reason why they were number one promote to start the year, right? They're still the best team. The best team will win this time.
5: Uh, I'm going to do the same thing as you, Jeremy. <clears throat> I'm going to give my thoughts. and so I'm going to back out of here and let these people fight over it. Um,
3: <laughs>
5: I, uh, <laughs> I was at that game, that Kilgore-Chapel Hill game, the first one. And Kilgore, in my opinion, that night, Kilgore was the better team. I think that Kilgore outplayed Chapel Hill in that first meeting. Now, with that being said, the same thing you said, Brett, about the Iowa Colony game. Yes, Lindell beat Chapel Hill, Iowa Colony beat Lindell, Chapel Hill beats Iowa Colony, so the game in Lindell was a fluke. No, not necessarily. Just like you said, scheme, matchup. It could have been Lindell didn't match up very well with Iowa Colony, whereas Chapel Hill does. Maybe Iowa Colony had more speed that Chapel Hill could keep up with, whereas Lindell doesn't have the speed Chapel Hill has. So I don't, I don't look at that too much as a, as a deciding factor in this. I've said it all year long about Kilgore. Well, that's not true. After the Carthage game, I said it all year long about Kilgore, that they that they've they've been playing really good football. I think there's something special about Kilgore this year. Defensively, they fly around and they can they can really make you make things difficult. They shut down Brisbane and Stewart when they played the first time. Now, it's very hard to beat a good team twice. I completely understand that. But Chapel Hill's done it the past couple years, beating Kilgore and knocking him out of the playoffs. I think, I'm kind of going against everything I've said, I think Kilgore gets their revenge on Chapel Hill and knocks Chapel Hill out of the playoffs this week. I'm taking the Kilgore Bulldogs to beat Chapel Hill on Friday night at Lobo Stadium. Y'all proceed.
2: (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, man, it's, it's really hard. I try my best to be fair and be in the middle and I don't like to be a homer. I really don't for the sake of the show per se, uh, off the show. I'm absolutely a homer, but on the show, I try to be really fair. So let me, let me, let me say this real quick. Kilgore best at Chapel Hill. The first time we played, I ain't finna make no excuses about that. You won't hear that from me. Everything that Chapel Hill tried to do, they shut down and then they 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 got what they wanted out of us and then got off the gas at the end just because they just they were through, you know, they got what they wanted and they were through frustrates the heck out of me. Right. Um,
4: Hey, Vince, can I mm-hmm. give you a bit that I forgot to say that might uh, help th- with the argument? So I don't, I don't know anything about in concrete, but. The quarterback Derrick Williams did leave the game last week injured, and is questionable to play. Mm-hmm. Six oh, touchdowns, the first, man! Six, six touchdowns in the last meeting.
6: Ko um, has ooh. re-entered the chat.
2: So, <laughs> so, but here's what here's what I'm gonna say though. Here's what I'm gonna say. Um, I don't have a whole lot of explanation as to why. Chapel Hill will win this game. I'm just going to tell you the truth. You need to you need to match the intensity. They're going to come out, and they're going to try to smack you in the mouth again. You need to match that kind of intensity. I don't think that they did last time, and I think that's what shocked them. If you, if you remember, I think the first play from scrimmage, they got to Brisbane like that, and you could tell like it was like three of them. and like They, they came with an agenda, and you're going to have to match that. And you're gonna have to and coach, you're gonna have to probably you're gonna you gonna have to pull some some of them plays that, that you've been that you've been waiting to use. You're gonna have to pull you may have to pull some of those out, you know, but you're gonna need to match the intensity. And you know, we say all the time, we joke around it's gonna be a dog fight. This is gonna be a fight. And you're not gonna win from beginning to end, but you need to be you need to be in the game at the end. You need to you need to keep fighting. Your back is against the wall right now. I'm not going to lie. Kilgore is impressive. They are. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. They lost by three to Carthage. I don't even know if Chapel Hill could have done that against Carthage. I have no idea because we won't play Carthage. Um, But what I will say is this Kilgore has an impressive resume. We have an impressive resume. We have an impressive roster. That has to mean something. This is big. This is massive. I can't wait for it. I, bet I, was, I was talking about this earlier that they might meet again. I'm glad they did. I'm praying Chapel Hill pulls this out. I don't have any explanation behind why they're going to pull it out. I just know that sometimes when your back is against the wall, miracles happen. You know, uh, Things happen. So I expect for Chapel Hill to 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 swing back. I expect for them to punch him in the mouth, swing back. That's what I expect to happen. So obviously I'm going with Chapel Hill.
3: And it's hard to beat a team twice. It's hard to beat a team twice. It's, it's, so it's, it's, it's hella hard to beat a team twice. And I'm going to address this because, you know, I sure hope Eddie's going to be on the show tonight. So Eddie he said, said something he about playing defense. He, says, he said something about playing defense, and I didn't forget it. And he said championship teams, they don't give up 20-some points plus a game. They don't give up 29 points a game. He said, you're absolutely right. There's not a state championship team that gave up more than 29 points a game. Hadn't been one. So you know what? Chapel's giving up 15 points a game in the playoffs. 15. Iowa Colony averaged 40 points a game. They didn't give up an offensive touchdown the entire second half. To a very good Iowa Colony football team. So when I said that, I said I could justify why Chapel's defense gave up so many points, but I didn't want to get in that argument. And that's exactly what they're doing now. Is they're playing the starters the entire fourth quarter. They're blowing people out. They're they're just I, I only call the game. I just want to say this the quarterback is very good. That is he's a freshman. Like he he is he is every bit as good as they say is. quick, accurate, but he kept taking hits. You know what I'm saying? And every every once in a while, you don't want to keep taking hits as a quarterback. As Shadora Sanders, you don't want to take a hits as a quarterback. It'll change it, will change your perception, it'll change the game plan real. Quick. You know, but just want to throw that out there. Playing defense, Apple's playing great defense at this point in time in the game. I will say this though: I don't agree with what Viz said. I think Kilgore. This this year, I think Lindale, Chapel Hill took Lindale's best shot. I think Chapel Hill took Kilgore's best shot, and they both lost those games.
6: Hmm.
3: I think a lot to do with the Lindell game was a lot of scheme. I think Lindell was ready to play. Same thing with Kilgore. I think Kilgore said, F the scheme. Forget the scheme. We're going to go out here. We're going to play. We're going to punch him in the mouth. We're going to see where the chips lie. We're going to do what we do. We're going to punch him in the mouth. I'm like, man, I like that. I love that. We well, take that best shot. Chap Hill, and then some other things that happened. Maybe it was a game plan. I think Chap Hill kind of Got off the gas a little bit. What are we playing for here? We're not gonna beat them by 14 points. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna win district. Let's just get in the playoffs unscathed. We don't want any injuries. Let's just let's just cool our jets. We're in third place. Let's just get out of here. Could be. Very well could be. I don't want to speculate, but that's that's a safety. That's a safety thing. Let's just get out of here. You know, we'll meet them again. You meet them again. Now what do you do? It's hard to beat a good team twice. I think Kilgore is very talented. I love the way they played defense. They were scrappy. I mean, they were, they were throwing haymakers all night. It's gang tackle all night. I love that. Hey, that game, they hidden scrap. I love that. That's the type of intensity. Had they brought that intensity to the playoffs? It better have been like that. You know, Neville was sticking it to him earlier than he ended up stretching out a little bit. Does that say a lot for for Kilgore? No, not really. But it kind of kind of gets me a little worried if I'm a Kilgore fan or whatever. Like you should be at that Chapel Hill game. Like I want you to. I want to see that intensity every week. You know, who's playing better? I have a list of teams that I think have really played and stepped up this playoff. Wilkesboro is playing outstanding. Like they are just nasty at this point. Dangerfield peaked at the right time. Carthage is rolling at the right, and then there's Chapel Hill. All these teams that gave up a lead in the playoffs at all—they've been ahead of everybody since the game Though that that got they haven't stepped the foot off the gas yet. Those are some scary teams to play at this point. Kill goes walking to a buzzsaw. It's going to be a boxing match. Chappuis going to roll up on top. Y'all know
4: what to rock a week. Oh, you got the scarf. Let's
3: go, (laughs) baby.
4: All right. Uh, Game six, guys. Um, This game will be in Forney on Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Malakoff and Winsboro. A game we've been talking about uh, probably since the middle of the season. Kind of we saw these two teams on a collision course in the uh, 3A Division I uh region two bracket man i this one's tough for me i want winsboro to win but man it's just hard to pick against malakoff there they have so much talent on the field um i really i really want winsboro to win but i, I don't know guys A- am i crazy or this is malakoff just has so much talent crazy
6: Man, they, they do. They, they're, they're, they're very talented, talented for sure. For sure. Um, man, I, I've been on this Winsboro train all year long, too. Uh, this is a, a team that I think from the very beginning, I expected to be in this spot. And we kind of talked about it all year long. This is the game, right? We're going to get that Malakoff winsboro matchup at the right time. Um, and and the funny thing is, like, Malakoff is one of those teams that has put together a run over the last few years that nobody really can rival, right? Like, who else? I mean, there aren't many programs who've done better than Malakoff in the last few years as a whole. You
4: know, you know why? Was Mike that? Jones. Yeah. Who? <laughs>
6: uh, by the way, uh, we already tried to call that number. We won't do it again. Um, <laughs> I just – it's it's kind of like we've talked about with Carthage here. It's hard to pick against them. It's hard to pick against Mart, right? For me, it's hard to pick against Malakoff and I love Winsboro and, and my – my heart wants Winsboro to win the game. My head tells me that that Malakoff is going to win the game. Um, and I'm gonna pull events here. I actually had Malakoff on my sheet here, but uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go turn just because no. I'm gonna go with my heart here. I'm going Winsboro to win the game. I'm gonna go with my heart here instead of my head. That's,
5: that's a good call, Jeremy, because I was Ooh. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking with my head. Malakoff, in my mind, Malakoff should win this game and probably pretty wow. handily because Malakoff's that good. But my heart really wants Winsboro to win. Obviously, y'all are aware, I've covered Winsboro the past seven or eight years. So I I know Coach Finney. Um, I've seen what he's been able to do with that program. And I'm just so excited. First time in school history, guys. First time in school history that Winsboro has made the regional final in football. So, um, they don't know what they don't know they haven't been to this round before they they i would i would venture to say they have never played a football game in december until this friday night and the teams to remember play in december give me the winsboro red raiders over the malakoff tigers i'm i'm picking the upset Mm. i'm picking it
4: upset Mm. special. you heard it right there Mm. wow
2: they kinda uh stole my thunder. because uh, <laughs> I was definitely going with Winsboro. So uh y'all just jot me down for Winsboro for everything that they just said. Welcome mm. to the side, Vince. Welcome. Mm. Wow.
4: I'm I'm going with Malakoff, guys. I I just think they're gonna to be too much for Winsboro. I mean, I am with you though. I, I hope Winsboro wins. Um, because you know, winning the picks, I don't I don't get any money for that. So, you know. I, I'm gonna say who I want to win is Winsboro, but who I think is gonna win and who I'm picking is gonna be Malakoff.
3: Man, you know, I'm gonna tell you what I had to change my answer. I can't put I can't put Winsboro on the list of the teams that's picking and then go with the cough. So I gotta pick Winsboro, but it's not gonna be a bad pick. Winsboro's playing great football. And honestly, Malakoff's probably gonna be the favorite. And man, Malakoff is really good. But I'm I'm going, I'm rocking with I'm rock, I'm rocking with Winsboro. Well, wow, you're going against the cough.
4: Wow, write that down. I'm going against the cough. Picks against Malakoff. That's probably a
3: first year. I can't on say that. what I just said. I can't say what I just said, you know, and then and then reneg and be no, like, you, you know what? You're right. I you're gotta right. go with the cough. You can't. I can't do that. Although,
5: Winsborough's playing good football. although I'm going against no. my theory I just created tonight because Winsboro was unable to beat Malakoff last year. They knocked him out of the playoffs. And so, mm. well, I guess Winsboro's looking for revenge this year. Winsboro. Man, you could come up with
4: all kinds of yeah. theories. But <laughs> don't
6: you think because of that that Coach Finney and Kyler Finney have been preparing for this game? Like this is the oh, game. Oh, sure. Yeah. Since they lost it, they've been – and when you have a head coach and a son that's a quarterback in the same house and – That's, I promise you, that's been their sole focus since I wonder.
5: I wonder, I heard something this past week. Um, I was watching the Pat McAfee show, and AJ Hawk said Mm -hmm. that during Ohio, like while he was at Ohio State, each practice, whether it was week one practice or week five practice, they had a Michigan period where they would just focus on something that Michigan's doing every day. Michigan probably did the same thing. So, my to your point, Jeremy, I wonder if. Kyler and Coach Finney maybe at the house, like, "Hey, uh, let's watch this Malakoff tape. Just see what they're up to." Knowing that, because we all knew there was a collision course happening between
6: these two teams. So,
5: I, I, you may be onto something, Jeremy. I bet you they've been watching and, and
6: preparing for this most of the year. No, no bedtime stories. It's five minutes of Malakoff. We're gonna watch a drive a night <laughs> for a whole year.
4: All right. Well, that's uh, that's all the picks this week. Only six. Uh, kind of winding down the teams here. Um, guys, tell everybody where you're going to be at this week or what you're going to be up to, uh, going in the weekend.
6: Yeah. Thursday night, I'll be with you over at Lobo to see, uh, Garrison and Timpson, what should be a great regional final matchup. And then Friday, I won't be with you guys. I'll be in, uh, I'll be in Longview with you, but I'll be over at Pine Tree at Shine Tree. Uh, Corey playing a little basketball, uh, on Friday. So hopefully I'll get back to town. Uh, don't, I'm, don't I'm, make anybody cry too bad, Jeremy, man, hope they don't make me cry. I'm going to. I'm going to try to get back and watch a little Dangerfield-Newton, though, Friday night in Jacksonville if I get a chance. Hopefully, I can go across the street and watch the game.
4: So. And maybe you can update that score on the uh, NetSAN app, Jeremy.
6: 100%.
5: Um, I, as of right now, I don't know exactly where I'm going to be. I have a feeling I will be in Forney Friday night at Citibank Stadium for the Winsboro-Malakoff matchup. Um, Really looking forward to that. But Thursday night, i having dinner with my mamma. At but Bobo that, Stadium. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, at Lobo Stadium, we are gonna get a hot dog.
2: But no, we'll be eating oh, at a Mexican restaurant
5: in Lindale um, um, but then after that, me and Pops are gonna go to the house and turn on the Timpson Garrison So We'll be watching y'all and listening as well. So mm. is that now, Brett, is that on Texan Live or NFHS?
4: That is on NFHS. Okay. And we're also gonna have for those of you that don't want to pay and just want to listen, we're gonna have an audio only of the Timpson Garrison game this week.
5: <sighs> also. Well, I got a I got an account with NFHS, so uh, I will be set. watching. You're all
2: set then. Yeah. Um. Uh. I initially said that I'd be uh with you guys on Friday night uh with the Chapel Hill game, but my work schedule is going to probably tell me otherwise. Um. This is the last two weeks I've been working six days a week, so uh, I might be with Brett on Thursday instead. Uh, him and Jeremy. Um calling the uh, um, uh, Garrison, Garrison game. Garrison, right? Yeah. Garrison. Don't forget the Timpsons
4: there too, you know. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah,
2: Timpsons. <laughs> Sorry, forgot about busting him. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah so uh, I'll probably be out there because that's my off day this week. It's Thursday, uh-huh. you know, kind All of in right. the middle of the week. so
4: Corey, uh, you got any plans for uh, making out anywhere?
3: Yeah, we got something going on this Tuesday. Oh yeah, we um, do have something
4: going on Tuesday. I forget.
3: Yeah, we got some got hoops on a Tuesday.
4: Now this will be out on Wednesday. So they're already saying, making, the they game's already over. Okay. <laughs> hey?
3: Yeah. I was on the Wednesday. I can't listen. Listen, man, I I've I haven't been listen, I've been off work for a minute. Your days I mean, are all uh, messed up, aren't they? Day? My days are all messed up. I got listen, I got shows I'm catching up and you know, the holidays. I don't know, I was like turkey time or or what? But uh, turkey dress. I don't know what I was on, but I was I was just kind of focused. I'm like, Is it a I'm glad you said something because I was totally, totally gonna drive in on a Tuesday. Um, but no, uh, I don't know what I I, I. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm, I'm superstitious. I hate to say that, but I really am superstitious. I went to the game last time and called it, and I was like, they didn't do, didn't perform very well. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna try to see what see what we can do. From here, last time I went, man, uh, but but I will say this: they've been undefeated. They've been undefeated since I didn't go. to – I feel like I'm the bad luck. I really do. Well, feel like I'm bit,
4: bad. Can, I'll make you any. I'll make you feel better. The last game I called was the uh, Kilgore Chapel Hill game. So, and I'm calling the game this time. So,
3: yeah. you know, so that's a good luck charm. Like every time they played them in the playoffs, I didn't go. They've won, so I can't. So I want to keep that streak alive. You know, and then. Every, Every time they, when they went to state, I got they got beat that game. I went to two games that year. I went to the one and they played in Then Then go to the state championship game, and they're a favorite. And they lose. I'm like, dude. Then I don't go to the state championship game because I'm at work. Oh, and they are winning. So I, I said, like I said, I think I'm maybe just bad luck. I don't know. I don't both know. both games left. Mm-hmm.
5: Kilgore Kilgore has won, so I'm not gonna be there Friday night. So
4: oh, okay. All right. Just so take that for what it's worth. Point. Well, since yeah,
3: like it, it doesn't doesn't matter. But it's like <laughs> it's like the this is like the New Year's or the uh we got a got to got a name the, the six the New Year's Big Six or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Well, it's got to be some kind of festive event. Well,
4: it it uh Spence will be with me Friday night. So if there's there'll be a seat in the booth if you decide you mm-hmm. want to join us, Corey. If you decide you want to, since Vince is going to uh, go on Thursday. So yeah, but a lot of good games. Um, this week, and we'll be at a lot of them. We'll have some good insight for you next week on the weekly wrap-up show. But tonight, we talk about last week's games. There was a lot of really good ones. We A lot of us were at, I know Kyle's chomping the bits. He's got a lot of good information. We were at a lot of good ones last week. So we, we made the, and, and Jeremy and I did make the uh, doubleheader. It all worked out. It was
5: uh, it was an interesting day, but a lot of good football was watched. Y'all, y'all would not have made it. Had you been at the Carthage game? 45 minutes to get out of the parking lot. Hmm. That's why I was late to the West Rest Dangerfield game. tree, they need to work on their parking. No, it's not Tree's problem. It's Carthage and Pleasant Grove's problem for
3: picking Pine Tree as the venue. Oh. That's the problem. Oh. Well, You know what that means? You know what that means? Somebody's got to build on the football stadium in Tyler. Hmm. They could have played at Lobo. I don't
5: know why they didn't play at Lobo. You're already in Longview. Just play at Lobo. I'm sure that I know there's more that goes into it, obviously. I get that. But, yeah. I mean, if you're already in Longview, let's just go to Lobo Stadium. Why are we at Pine Tree? Nothing against Pine Tree. Great facilities. Mm. Wonderful field. Love the stadium. It just was not
3: big enough for that matchup. Yeah. I mean, it would, of- be, yeah. would be nice to have a 20,000-seat stadium somewhere Tyler. you got a nice press box. And, and one game can be played at Rose Stadium. I'll be but, no, they're not going to play a game at Rose Stadium. They play both at the 20,000-seat the stadium. You, you, you schedule, then they would be glad to play on Saturday. Oh, no, no, no problem. We'll play on Saturday. We want to play here. We'll play on Saturday. It's a nice press box every Ooh. year. We'll play on Saturday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would happen. Why, would, why wouldn't you want to do that, you know? Exactly. You got a video replay board. No no no, You don't have to bring a cameraman. They got refreshments. It's a big press box. You know, hey, let's make Tyler a destination where people want to play High school football on Fridays
4: and Saturdays. We'll that sounds sounds like a good plan.
5: And I have a I have a suggestion for next year for Black Friday. Instead of Amazon Prime showing some crappy game between the Dolphins and the Jets next year, mm. how about they come to East Texas and show some high school football third round playoff action? That would have been better than what was on Prime this past Black Friday.
3: <laughs> I like that That's idea. So they wanted Aaron Rodgers. That's what they. Want. They thought they would get Aaron Rodgers.
4: Yeah, they got some. Uh, they got I, the I know, honestly, I didn't even realize the game was on until after it was over. I was like, "Oh, Tim
3: Boyle." You mm. mm. neither. I didn't. I didn't know the game was on. I was like, "What? Well, somebody's really playing?" I didn't know somebody was playing. I was watching uh, college basketball. <laughs>
4: All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Power Plus guard beast from the East Show this week. We got regional semifinal games. Those are the picks here from the SN crew for Corey, Kyle, Jeremy, and Vince. We'll catch you next week right here on NetSN. See everybody.
2: Peace.
1: Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for, other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was. To align your jaw. The season that we did not use at PowerPlus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And you know, obviously um, we contributed to the PowerPlus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously, a tremendous factor for us. for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, And that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to
0: communicate. Have you sustained a bone joint work or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.